now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you every week in part by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, and Carrie Smith, home inspector from InspectTech. I'd also like to introduce our newest sponsors, the Sitka Law Group, for your real estate wills and estates, corporate, and personal injury needs. If you need an opinion from experts in insurance, mortgages, building inspection, or legal questions, Denise, Carrie, Carrie, and Sitka Law are great people to talk with. You can find their contact information by visiting the CFAX 1070 website. Look under Shows. There you'll find us, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. Their contact information is all there. Or you can always find me. I'd be happy to introduce you. I've been doing the show now for almost two years. This is show number 99, actually. It's, uh, <laughs> it's hard to imagine that uh, we've had so many great guests, so many great topics, and there's a lot more to come as well, too. Um, but in addition to being your host here every week, my background is as a real estate agent here in Greater Victoria. I was born and raised here. I've been selling homes for 28 years. I've overseen hundreds of transactions, somewhere around 2,500 at last count. So I've seen almost every situation you can imagine. If you need a seasoned professional real estate agent uh, for a second opinion or thinking about selling or buying a home, feel free to call me. I'd be happy to chat with you. That is, after all, my day job. Again, you can find my contact information on the CFAX website or visit my own website. We are the Prime Real Estate Team. It's www.primeteam.ca. Today, we are talking about all things plumbing, plumbing, heating, uh, mechanical uh, stuff. We'll be talking all about the systems around your home, including maintenance, hot water tanks, uh, and many, many other things. Uh, we have in our studio Jason Dupuis. He's with Good Grade Plumbing and Heating. We're going to dive really deep into probably what is the most important part of your home. And I can say this because uh, myself, like maybe some of our listeners here, I've stayed at places that have no plumbing. You don't realize how important it is until you don't have it. So we'll be talking about it today. We're going to start our show with our usual weekly listener question. If you have a question about real estate or something has popped up or you've got a great story that you'd like to share, we want to hear about it. Call our hotline. It's 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or again, just go to the CFAX 1070 website, look under shows, find us, and all of our recent shows are streaming for you to listen to at your leisure. Listen, we've had a lot of calls this year, even just this past couple of weeks, because it is, after all, the beginning of the year. It's January. House assessments came out the first week of the year. There are a lot more calls coming in 2019 than I have to say as usual. The vast majority of calls that we've had are from people whose assessments skyrocketed. You know, we had somebody, it was almost 30%, a 30% increase from last year. Um, however, I have to say the nature of our inquiries has been a little different this year. You know, usually it's just a matter of, hey, my house assessment is up. Does that mean that's what our house is worth? Uh, and for our clients, we'll do a little review and say, well, you know, maybe yes, that's fair, or no, you should go and appeal. Uh, the, the tune is rather different this year because we've had a lot of people calling saying, all right, my assessment is up, so maybe it's time for me to sell how much more than assessment can I get? Uh, I will give you an example. Uh, we had a client call up. Uh, they purchased a condo in 2000 and, um, 2016, I think it was, uh, and their assessment went up significantly. It went from 
uh, five hundred and sixty thousand to six hundred and sixty thousand dollars. They had purchased the unit, uh, by the way, uh, back then for I think it was around five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So they're into it. They bought it for five sixty. Their assessment went up to six sixty. And the conversation that we had was, you know, if the assessment's gone up that much, um, if we were able to sell it for a good dollar, we'd sell it today. And our question, of course, is, well, what do you have in mind? Uh, what's your number? And they had hoped to get $800,000. So let's just do the math again there. Five sixty uh, was the purchase price. Uh, the new assessed value is six sixty, dollars uh, and they're hoping to get $800,000. Now, this is not a sole story. We've been hearing this. this I just gave you this as an example. And uh, I have to tell you this. At the end of the day, what anyone will be able to sell their property for is always related to what other similar types and kinds of property in the surrounding neighborhood have sold for recently. And nothing in that market segment would justify an $800,000 sale price. Uh, in fact, I had the conversation with them about the fact that right now it seems like assessed values are coming in higher, sometimes significantly higher, than what people are able to sell for. So this is going to start becoming a really usual uh, sign. Uh, you know, in the old days, you'd see real estate ads say, priced below assessed value. Well, guess what? That's not a big deal anymore because almost everything is selling for below assessed value. Uh, just as a reminder, we, I mean, we had a guest a couple of weeks ago here on our show. Uh, every year, I like to bring in um, a appraiser and a mortgage broker to talk about values. And finally, a fellow who's written a book about appealing your BC uh, assessment. The whole idea to the assessment is it is not a reflection of what your property was worth. Wouldn't that be nice if someone just gave you a figure and you can just say, I could sell my house for this any day. That is not how it works because, first of all, the assessment is just a bulk assessment. Uh, it is a, a tool, and by the way, it's an important tool. So I never want to take away from the importance of assessed values because it is required. But the assessment is a tool that municipalities use to help determine how much your property taxes are going to be for the coming year. Um, basically, they aggregate all of the assessed values together to determine how much in value, rough value, uh, is within the municipality. They figure out their budget for uh, the year. Then they develop a mill rate, which is used to figure out what your taxes are going to be. It is not an establishment of what you could sell your house for today. Uh, most definitely, And it never has been, by the way. So uh, we can apply formulas sometimes to say, all right, well, in your neighborhood, properties are selling for X percent above assessed value or um, they're selling at assessed value. Right now, if we were to have that formula when we were evaluating somebody's property for sale, again, most of the time we're going to say in your area, there's a pattern where things are selling X percent below assessed value. But again, as I said at the very beginning, it is not how we establish value. It is not how we establish value. How we establish value is what your neighbor sold for. Did your neighbor have upgrades that were similar to yours? Uh, and also, I, very few people, aside from a notary that we had uh, in the studio a little while ago, uh, very few people I know have actually physically had an assessor come into their home. Corey, Corey our producer in the studio here, have you had an assessor come in? No. Like ever? Yeah. So, okay. Um, so I, I ask you this to all the listeners. Number one, have you had an assessor go through your home? 
in recent past. Number two, do you know anyone who's had an assessor go by their home? I mean, we know they exist because there are assessors out there, but there is also 2 million properties in the province of British Columbia, and there aren't that many assessors. So really, to make their job uh, a little more um, feasible, they just apply they apply a computer program that basically spits out a number. And usually it, what it does is it takes a starting point, which is when you bought the house. So the specific date that you bought the house, and then they apply what's happened over the past year. Has the, has the real estate average price has gone up or down? What is that percentage? And they would apply that amount, and boom, there's your assessed value. It is not a representation of uh, how much you can get. So, um, for the rest of your listeners, again, it's it, this was not a single uh, listener that asked this question today. Uh, it just seems to be a lot of conversation out there. Uh, now is not the time to try to get more than your assessed value in most areas of Greater Victoria. Uh, the assessments are coming in high, and I'm guessing there's going to be a lot more appeals this year than we normally have. Um, as a reminder, if you have a question that you like to pose, ask us, 250-414-6540. That's our phone number, 250-414-6540. Or go online, cfax1070.com. We will then discuss it on the air. By the way, if you are a podcast listener, you can always download our show. We have all of them, all 99 shows online on iTunes or Google Play. You can listen at your leisure. We're going to be talking about plumbing today, um, but before we take a break, I want to remind everyone about our event that's coming up on March the 9th. It's our home buyer event with the CFAX Home Show Professionals. I'm going to give you more details after we come back from our break. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking about plumbing today. But before we get to our studio guest, I want to remind everyone, I've brought this up a couple of times now, about our upcoming event. It's the Home Buyer event with the CFAX Home Show Professionals. It will be happening on March the 9th, Saturday, March the 9th, at the Union Club downtown. It will be between 11 o'clock in the morning and 1 p.m. You'll be up close and personal with myself and all of the sponsors of the whole home show. Of course, mortgage broker Denise Webster, home insurance manager Carrie Augustini, building inspector Carrie Smith, and also sponsoring the event will be the lawyers from the Sitka Law Group, our new sponsors. You're going to learn tips on buying, selling, owning, and insuring your home. There's limited seating. And tickets are only $25, which includes a light lunch. Go to the CFAX 1070 website and find us under shows as usual. There is a link there where you can register. Uh, so we actually, we've had a, a good number of ticket sales already. Uh, so be sure you get there to get your spot. Uh, and by the way, we are also giving away a pair of tickets today. So if you are the first person to email me, you'll receive them. The value of the two tickets is $50, but the event is worth so much more. So email me at tony at primeteam.ca. That's tony at primeteam.ca. If you are the first person to send me a message, you will receive the tickets. And I'll let you know if you are the lucky winner for the week. So hope to see you all there. March the 9th, the home buyer event with the CFAX Home Show Professionals. 
so I'd like to introduce to you somebody who was here before, Jason Dupuis with Good Grade Plumbing uh, and Heating. Jason, thanks for coming back. No, no problem. Thanks for having me. It's been a long time, though. It's been a while. Yeah, because yeah, you were one of our first guests, so this was like two years ago. Yeah, I believe so. We were yeah, in the first group that you did. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for coming back. We talked quite a bit, and um, uh, you... you you have taught me so much uh, about plumbing, and I'm hoping that we're going to be able to go through this today with our listeners as well, too. So, first of all, tell us about Good Grade. How long you've been around, and what are the services you guys do? Yeah, so we're uh, we've been in business now for just over ten years, um, which we're proud to say it's uh, been a good run here in Victoria, considering majority of our business has been generated through referrals. So we must be doing something Best right way to on get that business. end. Yeah, um, we offer everything. We've uh, primarily most of our work is custom homes, heating systems, um, but we do also have a service division, and we can pretty much take care of any mechanical needs for any home. Yeah. Well, this is important to know because, you know, when, when if people saw good grade plumbing and heating, they might forget about the fact, uh, plumbing and gas, they might forget about the fact that you're not just plumbers. Like, of course, you can fix our kitchen sink, right? But exactly. you do other stuff too, right? Yeah, the basic plumbing services are pretty common around, but we've really prided ourselves on education and advancement of the technologies that's out there. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of uh, a lot of times we're brought into projects where people have a bit of an issue or they're having a hard time working through maybe some new technology or some new controls, and we've been able to help them out, and we quite enjoy doing There's, that there's lots of things about, con- yeah. <laughs> Actually, one of the things that we bump into, especially in uh, these newer condos that have these newfangled uh, shower plumbing fixtures, is people don't know how to use them. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of options, and the style is almost as important as the functionality is what we've seen. Yeah. So some of these uh, showers that we get into have body sprays, rain heads, And how do you bars. turn it on? Yeah. There's some that are voice actuated now that oh, will play goodness. music. You can have an iPod. It's, uh, it's endless. People are spending a lot more time in the showers nowadays. Yeah. 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 Well, when you think about it, I mean, the, the selection of uh, plumbing fixtures alone has just, has exploded compared to even 25 years ago. It has. You look at all the wholesalers in town that offer plumbing fixtures. Most of them have showrooms as well as all the large department stores and, then with the online presence, people can find pretty much any style they're looking for and and uh, with multiple options for those styles. Great. Um, how, how big is your staff? How many staff members? Uh, we're at 14 employees. Great. Um, yeah, besides myself and my wife. So... Um, yeah, it's been it's been really good. And of course, people would recognize your vans. So you've got the the vans with the logo uh, on the side. And everything. Yeah, we've got about eight eight vans running around now. So they're most of them are logoed up. There's a newer one that'll be in the next couple of weeks. It'll be logoed up and. Yeah, we're we're pretty happy. Yeah, and your uh, your office space is on Quadra Street by McKenzie. Yeah, right off Nicholson and Quadra, right on the corner there. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a good location. There's uh, We have a nice little display unit set up inside. If anybody wants to come in and take a look at, say, a boiler or hot water on demand, they're on one of our walls. And Yeah, with, and you've got parking there, which is nice. We do. That's one of the reasons we, we moved to that spot, was allows us to actually have some parking, which yeah. is a difficulty thing. to find in Victoria. No kidding, no kidding. Well, listen, I have one question for you, and I, I didn't prepare you for this, so uh, <laughs> apologies. Um, can we talk for a moment about poly B piping? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so tell the listeners what poly B is. Yeah, so poly B is uh, PEX piping is the plastic pipe that we see in most homes, uh, pretty much all construction now, unless someone was to request to have copper. The reason you don't see copper as much as the sheer costs of copper are five to six times as much as doing plastic, say, in your home. Yeah. Um, but when poly B came around, I believe it was the late 70s, early 80s. I could be wrong on the dates, but 
it was a plastic pipe that basically revolutionized plumbing. So from plumbing a new home at that point, you would be soldering. Well, by the way, we're talking the water source. The so water source, is, yeah. This is, not, this is not the waste. This is the fresh water coming in. Yeah, it's yeah. only usually used for the water. You don't okay. see any drainage that way. Okay. Um, the drainage had switched from cast iron to plastics, um, but those have had no issues. The problem what happened with Poly B was it was a pipe that was used to increase speed and provide water flow for, for the house, and it worked great for years. And every plumber that started using it kept using it and it moved forward mm -hmm. and it it really works quite well the problem is is the pipe itself it it doesn't have an oxygen barrier inside of it so what happens is over time the pipe breaks down and oh. can have pinhole leaks oh. so most of the problems happened uh with poly b over the years were with their fittings they had plastic fittings originally that came out yeah. there was yeah, brass talking fittings. About where they connect yeah like, the bends and the t's that yeah. connect each appliance as you run the one main into the house and then you branch off of that to pick up your appliances yeah. so the fittings themselves were causing a lot of issues and leaks but the pipe itself does leak and most insurance companies have moved away from insuring that yeah. Uh, they, they haven't quite made people take it out unless it's accessible. Mm -hmm. um, but we've yeah, done... Because the problem is a lot of this is within walls or within floors. Right? Exactly. And it was used in a lot of homes. There's thousands of homes in the Capital Regional District that have poly B piping. Yeah. Um, we've swapped a few out. We've gone in and, and done some of the repairs and replacements. Uh, basically, code requires us to remove any of it that we can if we're doing any work on a, on a plumbing system. So if you're getting a new shower valve, say, um, when we open up the wall to put the shower valve in, as much of the poly B that we can remove, we take out. Now there's fittings that adapt to the new pecs from the poly B. There's specific fittings for that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the process that we've been set forth. And I've seen some poly B fittings and systems that have been around for a long time and have no issues. Yeah. It's just, unfortunately, some did, especially in the heating side. If you were using poly B for, say, in-floor heat or hot water heating, yeah. that broke down quickly. And that's one of the reasons we don't uh, we don't see it in that. Interesting. Yeah. So, you know, we'll bring this up with uh, Carrie, our uh, insurance manager with Island Savings one of these days. But it is an insurance issue uh, because water and water damage is, is one of the one of the big deals that insurance companies deal with on a regular basis, right? Yeah, definitely. That's, uh, you know, I, I believe you're covered if you have a leak, but if you don't repair it yeah. the next time it happens, you may not have the coverage. So. Yeah, and the reason why I wanted to bring it up with you today is that uh, it is something that often pops up in a sale. So when somebody is buying a house, they'll do a building inspection, and the inspector might say, oh, there's some poly B here. And then oftentimes that ends up being a conversation between the buyer and the seller about, um, you know, can we get this dealt with? And it's not inexpensive. You know, we've had people spending $8,000, $9,000, and it probably can be a lot more, right? Oh, yeah. If you have some of these homes that are, you know, completely finished basements and upper floors with bathrooms all over, you have to cut chases in the walls to be able to access the pipe. So just replacing the pipe is one cost, but then the repair of all the damage that you've done to the house is, is yeah. the other cost. Well, well, we don't want to scare everyone, but it's just yeah. something to know, right? Uh, we're in the studio right now with Jason Dupuy from uh, Good Grade Plumbing and Gas. Uh, we're talking all things plumbing, uh, so we're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we'll have more conversation. Back in a sec. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. 
Hi there, everyone. Thanks for coming back. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show is brought to you every week by Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from Inspectech, and the lawyers at the Sitka Law Group for your real estate wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. If you need an opinion from experts about your home, you are welcome to call them. They'd be happy to help you. Denise, Carrie, Carrie Smith, and Sitka Law are great people to chat with. You can find their contact information by visiting the CFAX 1070 website and finding our show, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. They would be happy to chat with you. Uh, and as I mentioned a little bit earlier today, and by the way, we've already had our week's winner, so it comes in quick. I want to remind you about our event that's happening on March the 9th at the Union Club. It's Saturday from 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock, March the 9th. It's the Home Buyer event with CFAX Home Show professionals you'll be up close and personal with myself and all the sponsors of the show by the way it's not just for home buyers home owners people who are in their homes right now you'll get a lot of tips on maintenance uh, about insurance you know how do you determine uh, the best insurance uh, for your home is it a cost thing what is covered so much information tickets are 25 dollars that also includes light lunch the link for the registration is on our site on our page, I'm sorry, on the CFAX 1070 website. Again, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. We're talking today with Jason Dupuy from Good Grade Plumbing and Gas. Again, Jason, thanks for coming. No problem. Um, just uh, during the break, we were having a little conversation here because you had mentioned, you know, we're talking failing pipes. We're uh, During the break, we were talking about somebody who had a failure in their in-floor radiant heat. Now, of course, in-floor radiant heat, if it's not electric, generally speaking, are pipes that are in the floor that carry hot water, right? Yeah, exactly. Usually what happens in houses, they lay the first floor of plywood, and yep. then the pipes are all attached to the floor, usually with a staples kind of system. Mm -hmm. And then there's a skim coat of concrete poured over it. Now, some people finish that concrete and polish it. Other people hardwood over top of it or carpet. Yeah. And that's basically your heating system. It's for a your nice, own. comfortable heat. It is. It's really nice. Hard yeah. to get away from it once you have it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I had a client once in a condo in Broadmead because um, they have them. Uh, she was installing a, a closet door, uh, and I guess the, the carpenter or whatever um, nailed the runner onto the uh, the floor and hit one of those lines. Oh, So that's something yeah. to watch out for, right? It is. It's uh, Unfortunately, when that happens, it's not an easy repair because you have to chip the concrete around the area to put a coupling in. Yeah. And by doing that, then match up the concrete, especially if it's a polished concrete, it's quite tough to match it back up to what was there wow. existing. So. Okay, so what we were talking about during the break was somebody had a failure, uh, and um, uh, there's there's a lawsuit going on, right? Yeah, Certain there was products. there was some pipe that was around. Um, uh, I believe it was Kytec was the, is the name that they that they were running under, and it was just a pipe that um, had some fittings fail and had different different. There's different uh, reasons of why why it failed, but the the pipe itself failed and the fittings failed. So it's one of those things that happens when, when you have a system like this that's integrated into your home. Ass assessing the leak or, or the issue is a lot of the times the Beginning. biggest challenge. Oh, for oh biggest yeah. challenge. Okay. Yeah, because what will end up happening is someone will give us a call and say one of their, one of their rooms in their house doesn't have heat. So, you know, one of the first things we do is we'll go take a look at the pumps and take a look at the, the heating system, whether it be a boiler or geo or whatever is producing the heat. And then we source out from the boiler to the distribution points and then to the floors. So uh, we have 
we have a, a camera that we use that uh, does the thermal imaging. So yeah, for for our listeners, they got to know sometimes these boiler systems are very complicated. Oh, extremely. so you go downstairs and you see the manifold where all the water splits and everything, and it's 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 quite crazy, huh? Yeah, we cut, we quite like building them. Uh, we put a lot of checker plate behind our boiler systems because there's so much pipes to it that uh, you know. You, you'd think you were looking at something on the Starship Enterprise yeah, when you come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So it, um, the engineering it, department. It's yes. funny. It, uh, it, a lot of people, uh, it goes over their head right away, but when you, when you sit and take a look at it, all you're really doing is heating hot water and circulating it. Yeah. So once you understand some of the basics, it's not too, not too hard to understand. But it's, once it goes out to your system, like I was saying, uh, the thermal, thermal imaging gun allows us, basically what we would do is, if you had a leak, is turn on all your heat everywhere and then walk around with the gun and it'll actually show us where all the loops are in your floor yeah. and then find the zone or area where there's not heat or you know where it, it, it's not conformity, so it yes, kind of shows where the leaking is. Yeah, so Kerry Smith, our show sponsor, he's uh, our home inspector with Inspectec and he uses, um, uh, he uses that tool as well man because in the old days one of those devices would be like oh thousands and thousands yeah now they come you can attach them to your phones and some of them yeah so that's how you identify where the where the leak is yeah that's usually you can is a lot of times the zone not getting heat or an area that's not getting heat usually it's a control issue or it's one of the actuators that turns that zone on so not not often is it a leak in the in the slab but that has happened, but uh, you know, usually it's usually it's pumps and controls that yeah. we find. Yeah. So basically, you guys spend time problem solving. Exactly. Yeah. Most of most of what we do on a call like that is just problem solving and troubleshooting. So. Yeah, because they're they're. I mean, first of all, they're expensive systems, right? Yeah. Um, but secondly, they're complicated because unlike electric baseboard heat, where you got the heater and the thermostat and an electric line. Right, there's only three things that can go wrong. Right? Exactly. Um, yeah. uh, a, a hot water heating system is actually is complicated. But as we're on the topic here, let's talk about hot water heating. Sure. Right. Yeah. So um, uh, again, we, we didn't see this often in the heydays of inexpensive spec building in Victoria some time ago because it's expensive. Right. That's the the one thing that uh, we find a lot of in. Uh, it's a lot of the houses that we see is when when the market's hot and the the homes the spec homes are being built quick. It's typically electric baseboard heat as it's one of the most cost effective ways to install a heating system in a house. Yep. But it comes with some pretty high bills for the homeowners after. Yes. So whereas as opposed to say putting in a radiant system, you could be in the thirty thousand dollar range as for the system for the system as opposed to say five thousand dollars for baseboards and wiring for the whole place. So it wasn't as common. Um, and now we're seeing on a lot of it is the upgrades of people that have these houses that are all baseboard heat that are trying to then lower their power bills, which has been a big push for say ductless splits or units like that, because we're a boiler system. It's virtually impossible to install a boiler system after the fact. And yes, after the fact, unless you have say an unfinished basement, then you could put a boiler and you could, you could basically pull out the electric baseboards that you can access and make, make them hydronic baseboards or hot water baseboards, yeah. which would save you quite a bit of money on, on the cost of heating your home. Yeah. But there's quite a bit to do that once the house is finished. So in instances like that, we're seeing a huge increase in ductless split heat pumps as okay. they can have an outdoor unit and then line sets that run to 
indoor units that hang on your wall. Now they're not always the most attractive, but they've gotten better in the design. So yeah, and those two actually had they they used to be a lot more expensive than what they are now. So again, for our listeners, you you might uh, be familiar with these if you're visiting a friend's house. Um, you'll commonly see the unit hanging because they hang a little higher, right? Yep. Uh, in like the living room or something, or or one of the more or family room area, but outside the house would be a um, a unit. That is basically your, it's your heat pump, right? It's your heat pump. It's not like the older heat pumps, though, the ones that you... Uh, Those big, huge units. Yeah, and when they click on, you can hear them from half a block away. Yeah. Um, they've come a long way in the design. They're more uh, rectangular and tall as they are round and square now, so they take up a lot smaller of a they footprint. They look like those big, old-fashioned, big kind of room fans that people used exactly. to have. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so that is something that you guys install. Yeah, we do. We uh, we'll we'll do any heating. We yeah. we use subcontractors for some of the work with some of the projects that aren't aren't in house, but uh, we do provide complete well, heating. And one of the nice things about the ductless uh, heating system is it also provides air conditioning. It does in the summertime, right? It does, and yeah. they work they work quite well. They uh, they have a bit of a hard time producing heat when the all they're really doing is transferring heat from the outside to inside, and um, basically as as a heat pump works, but. They work great until about the zeros. Once you get into the negatives, they they still produce heat, but not enough to heat your house. They can maintain whatever temperature you have. So it's always good to keep maybe a few baseboards around for the backup heat on those cold days or have another source. Well, we only have like two of those days a year. Exactly. Right? There's not a lot we have to worry here about. Here in Victoria. Yeah. So the uh, the ductless uh, system, very handy. Um, listen, before we forget, uh, Jason, how can people get in touch with you? They have yeah. So... Um, you know, goodgradeplumbing.com is our website. Yeah. Um, we have a link on there that um, we can easily get back to you. Uh, otherwise, you can give our office a call, which is 250-686-9857. Yeah, and either either of those ways are the best way. And Great. we usually get back to you pretty quick. Perfect. Well, you know what? We've got to talk about hot water, hot water heating systems, right? So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll be talking about that. Back. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hey there, thanks for coming back. This is The Whole Home Show and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking about plumbing today with Jason from Good Grade Plumbing and Gas. Our event, the Home Buyer event with the CFAX Home Show Professionals is going to be happening Saturday, March the 9th at the Union Club downtown from 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock. You'll have a chance to ask uh, our mortgage broker, Denise, home insurance manager, Carrie, Building Inspector Carey and also the lawyers from Sitka Law Group and myself. Any question you've ever had about buying, selling, or owning your home? It's a great opportunity. Put it in your day timer and get onto our CFAX 1070 website with the whole home shows page at the home show at the whole home shows page. Sorry, uh, and the link is there for you to sign up. Tickets are twenty five dollars, uh, and it looks like it is filling up. So you're going to want to get on that as soon as you can. Hope to see you there. We're talking about plumbing today, uh, and before we had our break, we were having a conversation about ductless heating systems. Um, Jason, again, thanks for coming. No problem. Um, let's talk about hot water systems, not for heating your home, but the hot water tank. Everyone's familiar with having a hot water tank in your home. You guys install hundreds of these things. You need your hot water because there's nothing worse than taking a shower in the cold, right? We do. And it's amazing how important your hot water is when you don't have it. Exactly. It, uh, All right. So there's different hot water systems. Let's talk about them. There is. So here in Victoria, um, the most common that we'll see mostly in North America is the electric hot water tank. 
and that's where you have the stored tank, uh, various sizes. That's heated by forty electric. gallon, sixty 40, gallon, 50, 60, yeah, yep. even seventy fives, which are quite large. Yep. Those those are the most typical ones. Um, you see the same kind of uh, tank style system heated by natural gas or oil. Um, in this area, it's uh, some propane as well for the, the, the peninsula areas. and things yeah. like that. The outlying, yep, exactly. Um, we started in the last 10 years seeing quite a large influx into the hot water and demand market, okay. which is, or tankless units. Yeah, so what that is, is it's a device that hangs in your wall. It's basically the square box, uh, and it heats your hot water, but you're not storing hot water. Exactly. And the way it works is it's basically endless hot water when you install these. Yes. So now the typical ways that these heat the water is with natural gas is the most common or propane. Mm -hmm. You can do them with electric, but we don't see it much in our area because the amperage required to heat hot water on demand is so high, you would have to bring another service into your house oh, just for that. Wow. That's the reason we don't see them here as often. Yeah. You know, actually, I got my on-demand tank, oh, my on-demand unit, I'm going to say it's probably about maybe eight years ago. And I remember looking into electric, and at that time, um, the efficiency wasn't quite there, or something. Yeah, it's it, we've we've ran into a few homes where we've they've put uh, tanks just at each bathroom and gone the electric route. The booster. Yeah, it kind of yeah, kind of like a booster, just an an, an on-site demand for just those fixtures. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is you have to plan that out pretty much from the inception of building your home, because you will have to bring in larger power feeds. It's it's quite a bit of quite a bit of work to install it. Yeah. Now, a lot of people do like the green footprint, so you're not burning a fossil fuel, yeah. but by far the natural gas, hot water on demands are the most popular units we install. Yeah, so, and, and what you're bringing up here though is sometimes, depending on the house, especially with a retrofit, um, it can take a little bit of time from when you turn on your hot water in your ensuite to when you get the water, because with a hot water tank, that water, it's all stored, right? And it yeah. goes through the system pretty quick. Yeah, it's it's the the new hot water on demands or the a lot of the ones we put in have uh, built-in small recirc pumps, yep. so they're producing water instantly. They have a little buffer tank that gives you the water, so there's no delay. Some of the models when they first came out had a 10 to 15 second delay before you it would even produce hot water. So if your ensuite was quite a ways away from your hot As water, mine heater, is. Yes. you could be a couple minutes. Yes. Uh, since then, like the uh, the new on demands that are out there. A lot of them have recirc. So if you already have a recirc line in your system, you can tie it in. But they've actually come up with these cross T's now that you can put at the farthest uh, fixture in your house from your tank. And these will actually work with hot water tanks, hot water on demands. And then there's a pump that's installed right at the hot water tank. And these little T's that just use, they filter a bit of hot water back through the cold, will actually recirc water in a house without a recirc line. Interesting. Yeah, where you can't get a line back from the far end. So. Okay, so you know what? You just taught me something because something new I didn't know about before. Like I, I, this is something that has been in our household, of course. Is is you know what? we just got to put up with, and it makes you wonder. It's like if if our if we're running the tap for like another minute just to get the hot water, you know, our thought is we're wasting water. That's exactly right? and the what savings we're for heating, right? So I mean, this sounds like a great solution. Yeah, the 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 problem is is when the houses are plumbed, usually the en suites are are. are off the off the master obviously but at, at the farther end of the house so by the time you turn your tap on just to say wash your hands you're you're only producing about a gallon a minute out of that tap but there's you know sometimes a couple gallons of water before that hot water can get there yeah. so that's hence your waiting time so the pe people by using recirculation pumps have able to sped that time up 
the only issue that we run into with the recirculation pumps is the fact that a lot of times they run all the time. So we're not seeing some of the new ones that are out are smart systems actually learn your habits on a two week cycle. So they turn off at night or whatever. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They run a two week cycle. So if you use, if you take a shower at say at seven o'clock in the morning, the next morning at like 6.55, it will recirc. Oh, cool. And it learns. So if you're a creature of habit, they're great. Yeah. But if you randomly use hot water in different areas of yeah. your house, you're, you're going to be waiting. Yeah. So it's, uh, and then there's options on those to just put it on all the time. Okay, so th there's a significant cost differential between the uh, traditional hot water tank, like an electric hot water tank and a, a gas on-demand unit. Yeah, a, a ga or electric hot water tank, most of the times a swap out or an install will come in usually around a $1,000 range. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at like a hot water on-demand, you have to, the units themselves are anywhere from about 1400 to $2,500 for the unit. Uh, what you end up running into is the, the cost to run the gas to the unit, the, the venting of the unit, and the install of the unit. So those Yeah, will, because there is an exhaust. So there, it has to exhaust outwards, so there needs to be a line. It is. There's an exhaust and an air inlet. So they're sealed units, so they bring in their own air from outside and their own exhaust. Um, now, and the one other thing is they're also quite a large demand. A lot of the units start at about 160,000 BTUs mm -hmm. and go up to 200,000 BTUs. If you had a hot water tank that was, say, a gas hot water tank and you wanted to put a hot water on demand in the same spot, usually you can't use that gas line. It's too small because oh, the hot water okay. tanks So are, you need to upgrade the line. Yeah, and that's where a lot of the questions we get yeah. when we go out and take a look at uh, on demand. Sir, it's amazing how many of the questions are actually the same question. Can I reuse the gas? Yeah. Uh, they just think it's a simple swap up. Exactly. Can't we just hang it on the wall here? and? If you have an outside wall near there, it usually is. It's uh, usually within one day you yeah. can you can swap it out. But um, yeah, each each house has uh, you know its well, own challenges. Pe people need to do the math, right? The the costs, like the um, I, I'm 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 thinking or I feel that replacing an electric, an older, inefficient electric hot water tank with a new on-demand gas, there's going to be a savings in utilities there, right? Yeah, and you just got to figure out how long it's going to take for you to pay that unit back. Yeah, Fortis Gas actually on their website has a has a, a a pretty good chart on what your costs are, and gives you give you a breakdown of your savings. We do a lot of switchovers from electric tanks to natural gas, and we get a ton of praise months later when people see their bills. Yeah. Usually, your electric forty gallon hot water tank will cost you about fifty dollars a month. So if you do the math, it's five to six hundred dollars a year for hydro for that electric tank, yeah. whereas a comparable a natural gas on demand is under two hundred for more water than what you would ever get out of your electric tank. Fantastic. So it's not only just the savings, but also the fact that I think everyone has run out of hot water at some point in time with their hot water tank. You know, you got a family gathering, say it's Christmas time, everyone's taking showers and you know all that kind of stuff. Run out of hot water. Oh, we gotta wait. Right. You don't get to wait. You don't have to wait with an on-demand uh, unit, right? Exactly. And the, the other big thing we see is um, like a lot of people have developed their basements that used to be just storage areas. So sometimes your hot water tank would be at one end of the basement and the drain for the basement is at the other end. But yeah. now the basement's developed. So there's no drain near the hot water tank yeah. and every hot water tank fails. Yeah. So whereas the on-demand, they don't store water. Yes. They, if, they, if they leak, it's because of an, an issue. They're not typically like a hot water tank where... At some point, because when a hot water tank fails, you've got forty gallons of water instantly on the floor. Yeah, it usually starts as a drip, but no one catches that, and then it starts dumping, and yeah, yeah it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Well, here's a reminder. You know, our our tip. We like giving tips to, to listeners here. Um, have a look at your hot water tank and 
figure out how old it is because you're going to want to replace it before it goes, right? Yeah, and here in the capital region, uh, all the tanks that are out there used to be warrantied for about eight years. Now they're all pretty much a six-year warranty on the tank with options to upgrade for an extra two years, even four years in some cases for a fee. They don't change the tank at all. Um, but in most cases in Victoria, from what we've seen, the hot water tanks last about 10 to 14 years. Depending on use. Depending on, depending how many on use too, yeah. yes. Yeah, but we have the odd ones that get heavily used and do make it to that 14-year range, yeah. but they're they're glass-lined steel tanks. And you know, just over time, they, they do fail. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Goodness. Well, I, I have to say, I'm really happy with my uh, on-demand unit. Uh, the other thing that uh, I we should let people know is that it is something that does require regular maintenance. You guys actually pop by our house. I think we got that set up annually where you, where you pop in uh, and give us a service. Yeah, right? it's uh, recommended by the safety authority to have any of your gas appliances serviced every year. Mm -hmm. For the on-demand units, the big thing with them is making sure your gas pressers are set up properly. But there is, um, with water, when you heat water quickly, it scales out. So most of the manufacturers want to see these units descaled every year. Yeah. Here on Basically, Vancouver... we have to do that with our coffee machines, right? Yes, same, yes, exactly, same idea. But here on Vancouver Island, we have really soft water. So even speaking with a lot of the manufacturers, they recommend every couple of years to flush out your systems. Yeah. We've gone and done work on hot water and demands that are 12 years old and never been flushed. Oh. And so they haven't built up. But uh, if this was Alberta, you'd only get six or eight months before you'd have to, before you started having issues. Okay, so we're talking about uh, servicing uh, um, or, or checking your gas system. So that's something you guys can do, not, not just plumbing stuff, but uh, other gas uh, appliances and everything, right? Yes, we do a, a lot of gas work. And um, one of the basic things for either your fireplace, your furnace, your on-demand heater, uh, the services are pretty basic. Usually the guys for each item are in and out within an hour, depending on what's required. And it is actually recommended by almost every manufacturer to have a yearly service if you don't want to void your warranty. Oh. So it's, uh, besides the BC Safety Authority here, it does recommend to have it every year as well. But um, it's definitely something you want to stay on top of. Yeah, again, plumbing, so important. Something people don't think uh, a lot of, and they, spe they especially uh, don't think about it until they run out of hot water or water, right? Yeah. Uh, so many things to talk about. Uh, geez, Jason, you know, if you can imagine, our time has come to an end here. But remind everyone, if they need to reach you, how can they do that? Yeah, so best best option would be to uh, shoot us an email at uh, www.goodgradeplumbing.com yeah. or give us a call at 250-686-9857, and we'd be happy to uh, come and out you and you can help people or... with their hot water tank, with their uh, heating system, gas, ductless, uh, heat pumps, uh, heat pumps, everything, right? Heat pumps, controls, geothermal, anything you have, we can uh, definitely give you awesome. a Awesome. Thanks for coming back. Uh, and to our listeners, just a reminder, we have our event, the uh, Whole Home Show sponsors on March the 9th, Saturday at the Union Club. Uh, be sure to sign up. You're going to get tons of great, great uh, tips and information on uh, owning buying, selling, and insuring your home. Just go to the CFAX 1070 website and our show, The Whole Home Show. The registration link is right there. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be here for you again this time next week.